welcome y'all it's Brittany and becky and we are here to talk to you a little about a little tom that we call ace deuce ann arbor in case you didn't know yeah my hometown where i grew up hey but it's also where we met at a little restaurant called the blue tractor can we say that in this i don't even we know. just did okay well oh well are they even still open Oh, okay, I don't know either. But yeah, that's where we met. Um, we were part of the opening staff when the restaurant first opened in Ann Arbor, and I was a hostess. And, and I was a server. Yes. And believe it or not, we did not like each other. Yeah, like at all. <laughs> like she irritated me for some reason. And I just didn't like her. So she just wasn't, she didn't exist for a while. I think I was in a different place in my life, and... Um, I just like was a rule follower and did not know how to like lighten up a little bit. Not that that's still not somewhat of an issue. Which is why I don't understand you didn't like me because I follow the rules too, especially more within. And I liked people then. So I was friendly to everybody. Like now I will not give you my energy or my time. Like if I get a vibe that I don't like you, I'm not even going to approach. But back then I loved everybody. So I was like, I think, we just got to. I think you kept it in. real and I didn't want to hear what you had to say. Oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and I don't really know what transpired, but we ended up, it was like one day in my mind, it was like one day I came to work and we happened to speak and I was like, oh, you, you all right. Well, what had happened was, uh, I was in a situation and that situation changed over the summer. And when I came back, I learned to live a little. And so I think I was in a different place in my life where I was ready to make friends and go out and do things. And then it was like... We were out four or five days a week, probably. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, I know we had a... I had a schedule. We had a Wednesday place, because yeah. I think it was like salsa night. Yeah. Was it Wednesday or Thursday? Then there was always, of course, Friday, Saturday. Then yeah. Sunday was college night. So we had like a whole... We had schedule. Because I did. know I went to BTB for 40 cents. Was it 40? No, 80 cent Tuesdays. And I went to- 80 cents. You can find anything for 80 cents nowadays. But they had them $5 pictures. And mm. we would get that picture. Because me and the church choir, we had the picture. The college choir from the church, we would go to BTB after choir rehearsal. And we would get the pictures. And then I knew that we went to Babs and I, we went on 40 cent 40 nights because I would drink some beer sometimes and get a 40 cent 40 um, with the paper bag. And then I knew people. So we, like, we would know people. So that's kind of how- we did yeah. cheap but um i think the biggest thing too is when you think about our backgrounds and especially you know in the last two episodes if you haven't heard them we talked a little bit about who we are and kind of where we came from we grew up totally yeah. differently on paper we're opposites but in person we're like yeah but then it's like you have to be open to accept that at the same time to make it to make it work in a sense. Yeah. Because we are two worlds that collided and we had two completely different paths. I mean, I didn't go to U of M. I went to the local community college and I worked full time while in school, yet I was out in the streets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I was working because I had transferred to Michigan. So I was working at the Blue Tractor or the uh, restaurant. And... um then I was taking 18 credits and I was in a sorority that year. And I was also the president of the educational fraternity. Like, I I don't know how I got all that done now that I think about it. You know what I did do? I had a calendar 
and it was color-coded and highlighted and tabbed. I know that really doesn't <laughs> surprise you about me, but yeah. that got me through some through all yeah, that. You like, managed well, because we, we had a great time. But I think it's crazy to think of some of the stories of Ann Arbor and where we were and all the things we were doing, yeah. and then thinking back, to, like fast-forwarding to now and what we're doing and just how similar but different we are yeah. in terms of where things have gone throughout time. Right. Where we came from, everything. You would just kind of think, like, if it's written down on paper, you would think you would never put us two together. No. That's probably why people look at us sideways and we are together. Yeah. Especially, like, yeah, everywhere. Yeah. I mean, when we were in, in school, people kind of were surprised we were friends. Mm-hmm. And and it's not just because we don't look the same. It was, I don't know. There's yeah, something about cues. us, apparently. I think in public, I'm the louder one. But, yes. like, I'm also, like, still as reserved as you at times. But then it's, like, we switch places. Like, we kind of give and take with each other. Yeah. So And I think it depends on where we are in our lives. So it's kind of, like, if I'm doing one thing, it's, like, you kind of pick up. It, I don't know. It just works out. Like we. Although I feel like we were always the people that were in the back corner of the club, like, yeah. pretending to... We were content by ourselves. We didn't need to have a large crowd. We didn't need to be seen, but we had a blast by ourselves. Mm-hmm. We had our own good time. We came and gone when we felt like it because we did us, and we didn't really worry about anybody else who was there. No. At all. At all. If anything, we <laughs> talked about them. Yeah, it was good times. Yeah. We we loved the people watch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the best part of going out. Anywhere that we went, we people watched. I think, I mean, we still do. Yes, we do. It's great. I sit on your front porch when I visit. <laughs> Watch some cars go by. I'm like, who was that? <laughs> I'm sure my son could tell you who everyone was, what they were like, yesterday and everything. Yep. Um, and I think, I think the cool thing about our friendship over the years has been that it's grown from a place of like we work together, we go have fun together that, to something a lot deeper yeah. where – you know, there's been times where it's been a very big give and take throughout our life where, you know, you've helped me move. You help me organize my closets because I Every am dysfunctional. <laughs> kitchen and closets are my specialty. You still come and reorganize my kitchen and I have no idea where things are after you come to I'm my house. I'm going to bring labels next time. <laughs> I mean, I'm all for that. You could get me on the home edit, then we'd be in business. But then uh, there are other times where, you know, like we've had big life events and been able to support each other throughout those too. Yeah. Which is very true. It's like we, we've lived together through a lot of things. I think my favorite thing, uh, just cause this comes up is when your grandmother came out to the bars with us in oh, Chicago for your graduated. graduation. Okay. Listen, let me tell you the story. Okay. So this is not part of our ace deuce. I was living in Chicago. I graduated. Um, I had to be like, what third, what was, I was in my thirties. Anyway, my grandma, um, she's always been kind of a reserved, you know, strong Christian woman. But my grandma's like, you know, someone you can always talk to about anything. And she supports, like she comes through. So my friends, and this is another thing about friends. <clears throat> I have very few friends because friends will tell you to have a gathering or a party and not show up. But my same three friends are always there for me. And one of them is Megan. Megan traveled to my graduation. I didn't invite her. I was like, you know, you got your family, like, don't worry about coming. Like, I understand where you at in life. I'm not expecting you to be there, but she showed up. Anyway, so we went to a bar and my mom came, grandma came. I'm like, grandma coming to the bar? I had on my little cap and my, I had um, cords. I, you know, I, I never got grades before to have cords. I had cords, y'all. I had cords. So we get to the door. We get out the car, we get to the door. 
asking the man's like ID. So my mom's all smitten because she getting ID. Sorry, mom, tell your business. But she was like smitten because <laughs> she got ID. And so grandma's like, oh, I need my ID. Like, you know, she she needs to prepare herself when she needs something. So the guy finally was like, I'm looking at the man like, it's my grandma. Like, you know she over 21. Like, come on. I mean, she had on her gray coat, her gray brimmed hat. Like, Grandma looked good that night. Okay, grandma was strutting that night. So we get in the first door, and there's a brother at the door. And, you know, I'm walking in, cheese in my little cap and gown. I'm like, I'm the graduate. And he see grandma. He's like, hey, hey, get her a chair. Uh, ma'am, there's a, ba- a bathroom on the on the main floor. You can use the employee bathroom. I'm looking like, but I'm the graduate. Grandma getting first class service at the bar. And I appreciate it, appreciate it though. It's like, it was just so nice. <laughs> Grandma got that top level service, but y'all. And she you, made it to like, what, we were out to like two in the morning oh yeah, at least. With the, after, with the pizza afterwards. Everything. I mean, now there's some drunk people up in there trying to dance with Grandma. She ain't played at. Like, don't come from my grandma. Like, Grandma was like, nope, get away. Like, uh-uh. Uh, but it was, she's just so supportive. But Grandma hung tough. Like, friends who told me to have this outing didn't show up but my grandmama did okay like y'all can't top grandma now i don't talk to them people no more clearly but grandma was there for me yeah you were too but that's because we turned into family like it's been from college partying hang out to family like you were in the room when i gave birth to my child i was you saw it all yeah i did (laughs) it was good i mean but i was I drove overnight to be there for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I said I had to be there. Like, I had to be there. But that's the thing. Like, you are the only friend that I've ever invited over to my family's home Ooh. for Thanksgiving. <laughs> and I surprised them with, play- I like, the spades. St- like, yes. Oh, um, my gosh. We played spades with my grandma. And grandma's like, ooh, she's spicy. But we are a competitive family. And and I know how to flick the cards right. Right. But to be able to bring someone, like, I don't bring anyone into my inner circle. Like, you have to be a super close person to be in my inner circle like that so to feel comfortable to invite you into my family home and be like I always go to my friends they never come to me like that was just a sign and that was back when we were in college like we were friends for life at that point like we just knew it yeah it was like we hated each other to okay like all in I think I think didn't you go to dinner with my dad like and my brother when I wasn't even there no you were there with your birthday was it for some reason, it was your birthday, but it was just the four of us. Yeah. And then we went to the casino with your mom and your aunt. Yep. But like, you know, just stuff like that, that we normally wouldn't either brought a friend to, or you just can't bring everybody to your family in a circle kind of thing. So, And I think the other piece of it is we both know each other's, like they always talk about love languages when you're in a relationship yeah. relationship. But I feel like we kind of know each other's love languages or friendship yeah. languages. Like, I know what I need from you out of our friendship. Right. Like, you know what you need from me. And then we're able to kind of give that to each other. And it's a give and take in different areas mm-hmm. at different points. And it's changed. Yeah. Like It's changed over the years. Like it, what, what we did back then for each other is completely different than what we need now or what we do now. But you have to also be open to the process and growing together. Not everyone's meant for each other, especially in your 20s is when you grow the most as a person when you're finding yourself. So to maintain friendship through that is a testament to like how transparent and open we've had to be with each other and allow each other to grow at our own pace. Like you got to be patient. If you're going to keep somebody around, you got to be patient. But I've always said it has to be worth it. And any relationship that I'm in, friend or more, it has to be worth my time. 
So you've always been worth my time. <laughs> yeah, people don't get that privilege with me, so. I feel like, you know, we've had friendship, other friends come and go throughout that time, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I've had my jealous moments where I'm like, oh, she can't take the bestie spot. Like, that is not, no, that's, that's reserved that's for your me. your spot. <laughs> I can have best friends, but I only have one bestie. Okay. And I tell them. Matter of fact, I tell Ben, hey, Benita girl, I said, no, you know we best friends, right? She's like, yes, yeah. but you know you're my best friend. Like, you know I got a bestie. Like, I just wanted to make it clear, like, where you at in the lineup. But she understood because she got her bestie. But it's a dynamic in a friendship and how you are willing to be open and support. Because I had a friend back then. I ain't going to mention her name. I don't know where she at in life now because we ain't friends. But, you know, me as an open person, she would make comments like, I can't have ugly friends. I'm like, well, I'm glad you think I'm cute. Like, you know, I wasn't the most confident in my looks ever. I'm always considering myself pretty average. But it's like, I don't rate people on their looks as to their friendship. Like, That's crazy. And then it's like, if I had other friends, she had to be number one. I'm like, no, boo, because you came into my life when I already had number one. You can be on the list. I got a short guest list. You can be on the list to get VIP, but you can't be the main one. Like, you ain't throwing the party with me. You're not my co-host. I got a co-host. So, you know, navigating those friendships and then it's like stuff that she would do. I'm like, my best friend would never do this. It might have been after you left me. But I don't remember. But anyway, the point is, it's like I had to school her on, I already got a bestie. I can let you be a best friend, but you have to understand your place. When I got a bestie, and how you gonna tell me that you gotta be ahead of the one who was here before you? I thought for this one over here, this is not gonna work. <laughs> it's not. I couldn't do needy people. This is when I think I started not liking people because I just you start to see things as you grow. But again, it's like you had to. People had to understand how we roll. We made it clear we can have other close friends, and we weren't always in the same geographical area, so it kind of made sense. But at the end of the day, it was made very clear we are each other's number ones, no matter what happens. And sometimes people, I think in other friendships, get that gray area because they don't have that conversation. Because you kind of got to express it, but you get to be open to hear it. Um, and so I've had conversations with people who are like, y'all, you know, you don't talk all the time. And I'm like, no, we text like every three months. Are you still alive? Cool. If something comes up, we know to say something. If you need me, call me. I'll be there. Well, we don't call either. We just no, text. There's no calling. No, I don't, we don't talk on the phone. If you call me, I'm like, oh, she butt dialed. Yeah. Or I'm probably like. Yeah, that I probably wouldn't. Or digging in your purse for your phone somewhere. That's back when we hit the Blackberries, too. Because mm-hmm. even that, if I called you, it wouldn't even be an emergency. I'd be like, I'm just going to die. Like, you know, I'm not going to call you. <laughs> you know, I still have my Blackberry. I should whip that back. I have mine somewhere in a box when I was moving. Mm-hmm. I found it. But it's like, you have to I understand little, your like, friends. Yes, I butt out a lot of people on that phone. <laughs> it's because I had the little scroll thing. I had that, too. Mm. Sad times. Butt out the wrong people. But what I was going to say is, too, um, like for me, it was, I've, I've always struggled a little bit with friendship. So I've never had like, I'm not the the person everyone goes to like, oh my gosh, I really want to be her friend. It's yeah. always been me trying to figure out like where I fit in, mm-hmm. but I've never felt like that with you. And I never feel like I have to worry about like, oh no, she's going to be mad at me forever. Like, yes, you've probably been no. mad at me at points in the life, yeah. but I know you'll get over it. And for me, that's super comforting but it was hard for me sometimes even as an adult to get used to the fact like I have a small circle and that's just who I am and that's okay yeah I feel like as a kid it's like oh they have this many friends and they have that many friends and people struggle with and it's like you know you want to be the person with all the friends and that people like like my brother is that person I can't even he's probably got like a million people's you know numbers and I was always the kid that 
you know, I had one or two good friends, yeah. but that always felt like a bad thing. And now True. It was as I've gotten older, I'm like, no, that's just who I, that's just who I am. I still, you know, have acquaintances and people yeah. that I'm friends with, but like, I don't need a, I need a tight inner circle because that's where I'm comfortable. Mm-hmm. So I think it's trying to figure that out too. And then now being a parent and trying to help kids our kids understand that that's a you know it's okay to have a small circle yeah it's it's more of a benefit later but we grew up in the era when like everything got big social media so like facebook and stuff started we started with facebook but it was like how many friends do you have on facebook you're leaving high school with like a thousand friends and you try to maintain that and then you try to keep up with the numbers and i got to the point like why are y'all in my life like who shows up is who that matters i got three people who consistently show up that's my friend group that's it. Because then I had to learn that I wasn't that happy with a lot of friends because they weren't good friends. I'd rather have one or two great friends and not have to worry about the BS that goes with the other friendships. And then it's like, I'm not for everybody. As I change, I became a very dry, closed off person and I love it. I, don't I would like never others. call you dry. I'm dry to others. Okay, well. If you catch me on the street, don't get mad. If, if I don't vibe you, you ain't it. But I'm not for everybody, and everybody ain't for me. I'm not an all-access package. So you better get a subscription if you don't get in. You know, get into this 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 little bubble because it's not it's not about that. I'll take my quality over quantity any day. I mean, you want to make friends sometimes, but every time I make a new friend, I'd be like, ooh, bad move. Like now I'm stuck with something that's not for me. This is true. I'm working on that. And I don't like social norms. I don't fit the social 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 norms. Can't even talk. But like, get off that, people. Go find your bestie and make your own little bestie circle and call it a life. Because and if you don't have a bestie, just come listen to our podcast because you can yeah, join us. But I might have to interview before I accept people in my circle, though. <laughs> I mean, y'all can come come join us in the conversation, but just don't think we' about to be best friends. <laughs> but I love y'all, though. I'm a little nicer. I'll say it's a nice one. I'm the like I'm the tough love. Yeah, you have the empathy. I have the tough love. Mm-hmm. So you go to Becky first, and when you done crying over there, then you can come talk to me. <laughs> yeah, I'll listen. I'm a great listener. We're great listeners. We both are great listeners. Yeah. But with, but the thing is, we maintain our friendship over having open mind and being transparent, and that's one of the most important things in any relationship. Just be open to what comes at you. And you got to be accountable too. like accountability is a huge thing. You can't put so much on your friend and expect them to always be there, but you won't give them what you want from them. And that's the other part. It's just a give and take, but you have to be willing to give if you're going to take. That's the, that's the rules to friendship, a best friendship. And you would never think like two people that hated each other that met working at a restaurant in Ann Arbor would be here now. And all the lessons we've learned about friendship and um, given our backgrounds being so different that we would have such similarities in our personalities mm-hmm. that have worked. It's like you have to have enough that's the same, but enough that's different, different. so that you can also give and, and take each from other. each other. You end up growing each other. So just keep that in mind. Like if you struggle in your friendships with your besties, like look at our journey. We've come so far. Give them a chance. Be open. Be transparent. But remember too, not everyone's for you. We just happen to be a perfect match. You always said to me like, <laughs> You have some friends that are for certain phases of your life, mm-hmm. and that's so true. Everyone, so they're seasonal. It's like the tree, like the tree analogy. There's the branches, the leaves. Leaves fall every season, so there's your seasonal people. 
you have branches, people who are there for a period of time. I kind of consider like coworkers branches because coworkers are coworkers and friends are friends. But, you know, you kind of some people like to make that bond because they work with people. They're you branches. got thicker branches and thinner Thinner ones. branches. And then you have your support system and then you have your trunk and your roots. So it's kind of like sometimes if you have a hard time figuring out who's there for you, look at that analogy or the circle analogy and figure out where people sit with you. Your besties in there somewhere, but, you know, you got to be willing to put in the work to have a bestie, like any relationship out there. That's the life lesson of today. <laughs> well, on that note, uh, check us out on social media. We'll get into a little bit more about our college days and some of the craziness of our college days in, in our next episode. Oh, Lord. Here we go. Uh, yes. Yeah, so follow us on Instagram and TikTok. Um, our email is the Brittany and Becky show at gmail.com. Brittany is spelled B-R-I-T-T-N-E-Y. Feel free to drop us a message. Um, anything you want to talk to us about, um, any ideas you want you know, us to share with you, any story, just let us know. Um, we are willing to have those conversations with you and we will see you next time.